Hello, welcome to RBT Reading Live. Oh, I think I look a little bit odd today. I've got to put uh, the earphones on because of Sam is lending the microphone. He's off on a, on a conference today um, with Emma and Jana, and they're going up to to Edinburgh for the Twenty Schemes Conference. Which, uh, which is great, yeah, but needs the microphone, so uh, I thought I'd use these. <laughs> these are on low battery, though, and I can't really hear how loud I'm speaking. <laughs> yeah, um, and I left my laptop at the house, so I hope this is working. Please tell me if not, I'm going to get up and check the phone now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Clayt, nice to see you, bro. Is it all all right? All right. Right. I hope you can hear me and understand me and everything. Okay, we're going to read um, Acts chapter 8 uh, to 9 this morning. That's our RBT reading. Oh. <clears throat> Which is cool. The uh, weather outside is pretty, pretty alright. Alright. Yeah. And it's lovely and light again. Which is cool. Um so yesterday we had Stephen was stoned and um a guy is introduced to us, isn't it? Saul. He comes uh just being slotted in there. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Which is groovy. Three people in. What's the time? I have no way of telling. Oh, it's seven o'clock. Here we go. Acts chapter eight to nine. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church at Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off men and women and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid close attention to what he said. With shrieks, evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytics and cripples were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Now at some time a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, 
gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is the divine power known as the great power. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his magic. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. When they arrived, they prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them. They had simply been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in the, this ministry, because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. When they had testified and proclaimed the word of the Lord, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many, in many Samaritan villages. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out. On his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you're reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. The eunuch was reading this passage of scripture. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a lamb before the shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation he was deprived, deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they travelled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. Why shouldn't I be baptised? And he ordered the chariot to stop. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptised him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared to Azotus, and travelled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. 
As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men travelling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias! Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus called Saul, for he is praying. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and was baptized and after taking some food he regained his strength. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. All those who heard him were astonished and asked, Isn't he the man who caused havoc in Jerusalem among those who call on his name? And hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priests? Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled with baffled, sorry, yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Christ. After many days had gone by, the Jews conspired to kill him. But Saul learned of their plan. Day and night they kept close watch on the city gates in order to kill him. But his followers took him by night and lowered him in a basket through an opening in the wall. When he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord, and that the Lord had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He talked and debated with the Grecian Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the brothers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace. It was strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It grew in numbers, living in the fear of the Lord. As Peter travelled about the country, he went to visit the saints in Lither. There he found a man named Aeneas, a paralytic who had been bedridden for eight years. Aeneas, uh, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you, get up and tidy up your mat. Immediately, Aeneas got up. All those who lived in Lither and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. 
In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which, which when translated is Dorcas, who was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lytha was near Joppa, so when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lytha, they sent two men to him and urged him, Please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning towards the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called the believers and the widows and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. Wow. Okay, so we got quite a movement there, isn't it? Um, in chapter 8, um, with the church being persecuted. Um, and then we end with the church knowing peace and being uh, strengthened and encouraged. There's a bit of a movement there. And then one of the big linchpins is Saul, isn't it? But, um, yeah, he was quite zealous, wasn't he, uh, for persecuting the church. Um, and we love that, don't we, what Jesus says, why are you persecuting me? How Jesus and the church, you know, those things are, are almost the same, one and the same, interchangeable, uh, which is lovely, isn't it? Um, yeah, so, so Jesus uh, looks at us today and looks at you today and, um, yeah, sees, sees us as one, um, or part of him, his body, um, which is lovely, isn't it? Um, and then we also see, don't we, that just a little thing with um, uh, yeah, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. Um, it's so cool, isn't it? And we remember the Queen of Sheba. Um, but also then this thing with Simon the Sorcerer, where you cannot buy the Holy Spirit. It's such a good reminder today, isn't it, that salvation has been given to you as a gift. It's a gift from him. He's so generous. Um, and the Holy Spirit that he sends to us, he is a gift, cannot be earned, cannot be bought. Um, so just remember that today, that when you cry out to him and call to him, he will gift you grace, he will gift you peace, he will gift you help. Um, yeah, we are dependent upon him, uh, but he is the gift giver. Uh, we are beneficiaries of all of his generosity and compassion. Um, but we praise him, don't we, that he is compassionate and he is gracious. Have a great day today. Uh, turn to the Lord today in, in every single circumstance you face. God bless you, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Ta now.